0: Hello and welcome to our video summary covering all you need to know about William Shakespeare's play Antony and Cleopatra. This is a particularly useful video to watch especially if you have exams coming up on this play and it's equally useful if you're writing a coursework on Antony and Cleopatra as we get to the heart of all the essential elements you need to mention if you want to get top marks in your writing. So this play was written in around 1606 and Antony and Cleopatra is considered to be one of Shakespeare's great historical love stories. The plot is based on Thomas North's translation of Plutarch's lives and it follows the relationship between Cleopatra and Mark Antony in the time of the Sicilian revolt to Cleopatra's suicide during the final war of the Roman Republic. However, before we get into the details of the play itself, It's first essential to look at context relating to where the play takes place as well as key issues it explores at the time. So this is another one of Shakespeare's historical plays, however unlike many of his historical plays about the rulers of England, this one might be more generous in its interpretation of its characters as there would have been very little information about what these people were really like. The Roman conquering of Egypt could likely be compared to many other scenarios of colonization in the world around Shakespeare's time. So the themes that are explored in this play are still very relevant to his audience during the Elizabethan era. Now, let's first begin with a summary of what this play is about in a nutshell. The story begins by uh, showing us Mark Antony and he's one of the three rulers of the Roman Empire at the time. He lives in Egypt and he's having an affair with Queen Cleopatra. He hears his wife Fulvia has died and Pompey is raising an army. Antony returns to Rome. And we learn that Caesar is mad at Antony for neglecting his job as he was off enjoying himself in Egypt. Be aware that this is Octavius Caesar, not Julius Caesar, who's already passed away. Antony arrives in Rome and he fights with Caesar. Antony and Caesar agree that Antony will marry Caesar's sister, Octavia, and this marriage will, take, will make them more loyal to one another and stronger against Pompey. Antony's friend tells Caesar that Antony will likely return to Cleopatra. Meanwhile, in Egypt, we find that Cleopatra hears that Antony is marrying and she is furious about this. A messenger tells us that Octavia is not as beautiful as herself, flattering Cleopatra, and Cleopatra believes that she can win Antony back. Pompey arrives to meet the other rulers of Rome and they make a peace deal. The four men drink to celebrate. One of Pompey's men tells him that there is a plan to assassinate the other three, which would leave Pompey in charge of the entire empire. However, Pompey says that he does not approve. Antony leaves Octavia. However, Caesar breaks the peace agreement and he fights a war with Pompey, defeating him. Antony then returns, but Octavia begs him to maintain a good relationship with her brother. Antony sends her to Rome and returns to Egypt and to Cleopatra. He raises an army to fight against Octavius Caesar. Caesar invades Egypt and despite warnings, Antony and Cleopatra fight him at sea. Cleopatra's ship flees and Antony follows. Antony and Cleopatra speak to Caesar. He asks to live in Egypt and Cleopatra asks that her kingdom be passed down to her rightful heir. Caesar won't listen to Antony, but he does agree to listen to Cleopatra if if she betrays Antony. She seems to consider, and Antony does feel betrayed, however he forgives her. Now, Antony gathers his troops again and fights and defeats Caesar's men. However, Cleopatra returns to Antony, and they return to battle the next day. The Egyptians flee again, and Antony believes Cleopatra has betrayed him, so he vows to kill her. To save herself, Cleopatra locks herself in her rooms and sends word that she has killed herself. And overtaken by grief, Antony vows to join her in the afterlife. Antony falls on a sword and mortally wounds himself, they take him to Cleopatra where they are reunited. Caesar takes Cleopatra prisoner, but she learns of his plan to take her to Rome and kills herself with poisonous snakes, and Antony and Cleopatra are buried together. So that's the summary. Now when it comes to key characters there are a few main characters to be really intimately familiar with. The first is the protagonist Mark Antony and he's torn between his duties as a ruler and his love for Cleopatra. His ideal version of himself though is the Roman hero that defeated Caesar's traitors. He's often sad thinking about how far he has strayed from who he is. Cleopatra is the other important and key character The Romans mainly see her as a treacherous whore and they don't approve of Antony's relationship with her because they are threatened by her. However, she proves to be very shrewd, quite clever and ruthless, and she tries to defend her kingdom and her lineage at all costs. Octavius Caesar is another important character. He is in some ways the villain, but equally he isn't. And though he becomes Antony's adversary, many of his early frustrations are actually justified. Antony isn't doing his job and Caesar is just worried about keeping the empire in order. Though he wants to defeat Antony, he does mourn the loss of a friend and a soldier. Now, when it comes to the key themes in this play, the first is reason versus emotion. So Antony's main plight in this play is his battle between, between doing what he knows is right, so being loyal to his wife and fulfilling his duties as a ruler of Rome, but also on the other hand, following his heart and being with Cleopatra. At one point Antony and Cleopatra argue whether love can be put into words or if it's too boundless to even be expressed in such a way. However in the end he's ruled by both and he kills himself in part because he has failed his duties but also because he's heartbroken by Cleopatra's apparent death. Another important thing to be aware of is East versus West. So, Rome is considered to represent the Western world, and Egypt represents the Eastern world. And throughout the play, there's a clash of values between both of these regions. Now, when Antony goes to live in Egypt, he begins to lose a sense of his duties, and others think that Eastern values have won him over. Caesar, Octavius Caesar, embodies the West because he's very logical and very stoic. However, Cleopatra embodies the East. She's beautiful, grand and passionate. It's obvious in the play that the Westerners have a very narrow view of the East. Now, when it comes to analysis and key symbols, the first symbolism that's used is the imagery of clouds. Now, Antony notes that the cloud in the sky seems to change often. He finds this reflective of how his own attitude always changes between being dutiful as a ruler and being with his lover and he says it's really hard for him to hold his shape like a cloud. The other key symbol is Cleopatra's ships uh, and in two scenes of this play Cleopatra's ships seem to mysteriously abandon Antony and this is symbolic of her back and forth nature. We never know if she's really loyal to him, she certainly won't hold in a battle with him. These ships also symbolise the uncertainty of humans. People can be really irrational and they change their minds and allegiances often. So that's all. If you do enjoy this video, do give us a thumbs up and make sure you subscribe, but also make sure you check out our website for more videos and also some free revision worksheets. Thank you so much for listening.